Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Prepper's Digital Deep Dive Podcast. I'm Adam, and uh, I am, I've been, lately I've been speaking with uh, a lot of people and getting them to share their stories with us and share their career aspirations and letting us learn from their journeys. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of Prepper employees and interns in particular. Uh, I always feel like there's an awful lot that people at the senior level of an organization can learn from the, um, from the insights among, uh, among their interns and things. They will always see things that maybe you can't, maybe you're, uh, you know, operating on, on different things in a different way and, and you don't necessarily see the same things they do. So I always love talking to interns. And today I have, uh, I have Jazing with us. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. Thank you for making this time and, uh, to, to, to talk to me and to talk to our audience. Um, can you just start by telling us a little bit about your educational journey and, and how that turned into a, a career journey, whether those things like continued in a straight line or whether you, yeah. you know, went off yeah, on a sure. different angle. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, I'm basically from university of Toronto. Um, I'm in my final year of study, studying computer science. Um, I got to this point because in high school, uh, originally I was thinking of becoming doctor, but biology was just not my thing when I figured it out in grade 11. So and then I started thinking about where I should go next along my career path. And, you know, I thought that video game was, uh, you know, like a nice hobby to mine. So I was thinking, how can I contribute uh, in that sense? And sure. that's how it came to be, you know, think uh, something about developing programs, developing games. Uh, sounded good to me, and that's why I decided to go with computer science in the end. Okay. Did you spend any time developing games, even even just messing around in uh, in uh, uh, yeah APIs and stuff? Oh yeah, Did definitely. You... Um, I think these nowadays, in the past a year a year or two, I haven't been making any games, but in the past, I've definitely made some games. Uh, specifically, I was making some uh, mobile games, cool. uh, so I use Unity to create basically like another version of, uh, I think it's called Tapping Bird. Well, my game was called Tapping Bird, but okay. you know, one of those games before where it's like you tap on your phone and the bird just flies and you have to like yeah. um, avoid these pipes along the way. Flappy Bird. Oh yeah, Flappy Bird. That was it, it, it was, was like called. one of the hardest games ever. It was like actually oh, really yeah. challenging. It was, it was very hard. Um, yeah. One of my friends got a high score of like 50 or something. I, I wasn't sure how he was able to do that, but it always, uh, it always mind boggled me whenever I think about it. Right. So that's one of the game I created. I also created this game called uh, like a flipping bottle game. I'm not sure if you seen these videos online. Basically these people, they're trying to like flip their water, water bottle and they, they make, it to, land, like, exactly. make it land. Exactly. Land straight up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I basically try to make like another game where you try to do that on like a mobile phone and try to land the water bottle on uh, on itself. So that's mm. another game that I made before. I think I also try to make like a uh, like a soccer game, very okay. simple game, basically just flick the soccer and try to get it into the uh, soccer goal. So yeah, those okay. are the three little games that I created before. All right. But yeah, these days I've been more focusing on web development and software development. So what, what, uh, what, at what point were you at when you decided like to, to, to go down that road? What, what made you decide to go down that road? Um, as to, you know, creating a software app or just uh, gaming? No, general? like going down the software side of things, thinking about mm -hmm. that as a career. What, when did you start thinking about that and why? Yeah, um, well, basically, I wasn't really sure what I was going to do. 
uh, in high school. Going yeah. into uh, university, I wasn't sure what type of course I want to take or career path I want to take. And so at the time, um, uh, I was an avid gamer. And I thought, you know, I'm, I was either going to become like a uh, game UX designer or maybe going into like developing games. And since developing games, uh, you know, the stuff that you can do along with the way there's more options for you to maybe like branch into like web development or software sure. development. And that's why I decided to go into uh, computer science at the end of the day. All right. Cool. Uh, so how did you find out about Trapper? Yeah, uh, essentially, um, I think last semester, um, is it last semester? Well, the winter semester, um, I was basically looking into my uh, summer semester, which will be now, which would have been my final semester. I would have been, I would have graduated already, but then I realized one of my course that was usually offered in a, uh, in summer, it wasn't available anymore. So okay, there was okay. no, there, there wasn't any way I was going to graduate in summer. So I decided to basically look into other ways in which I can uh, gain more experience on my resume, create new projects, and, or maybe land an internship in the summer. Right. So, so you, then, uh, you turned a, you turned a problem into an, or you saw a way to turn a problem into an opportunity. Mm -hmm. You're like, I'm going to use this time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then I, I wasn't exactly sure how I landed onto the prepper project page or challenge, but I landed there somehow, decided to give it a shot, um, created this like small little website and little proposal about um, how people can use or can create like a travel app because I think the challenge was for people to basically come up with an idea or entrepreneurship idea. Or sure. Yeah. How people can like develop. And basically for me, I was in, uh, I like traveling. So the idea stemmed from there and decided to try out the challenge. And from there I got selected and that's how I came to prepper now. Cool. A big part of my job is like making sure that the, the different types of people that we, uh, speak to arrive at our site and i like that you don't remember how you got there but <laughs> <laughs> yes uh that's that that amuses me <laughs> Sorry, i love that i love that you're just like no i don't remember how i got there perfect that's an invisible journey and it's you know, that's what they should feel like um so what what kinds of work have you been doing with us since you started um so at the beginning i was trying to do some unit testing looked into it but it was a little difficult because um, it was hard. Well, first, I didn't have a lot of experience with PHP and the Laravel framework. And a lot of our developers are based in India. So it was hard to yeah, like yeah. connect and meet each other. Yes. And so from there, um, I got moved to doing some UAT testing, uh, doing Selenium testing, which I had experience prior before. So I've been mainly doing uh, working around with that uh, for summer. And right now I'm trying to uh, basically work with the Laravel uh, PHP framework again, uh, yeah. along with the MC API. I think it's one of the uh, new features that Prepper is trying to build. So right now I'm basically building, uh, I guess you can call it like a prototype, you know, creating like new API calls for using the MC uh, API. And then, so yeah, that's what I've been working on these days. So to answer your question, a little bit of unit testing, uh, mostly UAT testing with Selenium. And now I'm doing the uh, development side with using PHP Laravel. That's cool. All right. So of all the projects that you've worked on with us, which if you had to pick one to put in a portfolio, like one that you're most proud of, what, what would that be? Um, I guess it would be the UAT Selenium test because I've been working on that for the uh, most part during my internship. Mm -hmm. uh, I learned, even though I did Selenium before, um, 
right now we're using kind of like a new framework that's easier for um, monitoring and maintenance. Okay. So I think that's been pretty cool. Uh, learned quite a few stuff from there. So I guess that will be one of the few things that I will add onto my resume. Um, cool. The thing that I'm doing right now with the MC API and working with PHP Laravel is also very cool. There's a lot of things that I have to learn. So uh, at the end of uh, at the end of uh, this project, well, which is what I'm working on, the PHP MC API, I guess that will be something I, I can put like I would love to put on my uh, resume as well. All right, cool. So in addition to the uh, in addition to the Selenium stuff, um, would you say like have you acquired any skills throughout your internship that you didn't have previously, or have you sharpened skills that you had previously? You, you spoke yeah. to Selenium, but anything mm -hmm. else? Yeah. So PHP, for example, um, I've had a lot of uh, experience with uh, web developing. I had a lot of experience with backend and frontend framework. Uh, specifically to like uh, that, that will be around like working with a uh, language like Python and Java. Yeah. So that would involve frameworks like Django and Java uh, Spring Boot. I never had anything to do with PHP before. And PHP is like a language that uh, Prepper has been using mainly. So that's yeah. something pretty cool, learning PHP and as well as the framework of Laravel itself. I think those are the two biggest things that uh, uh, that I'm glad I was able to take away from this uh, journey. That's awesome, man. I mean, when I was when I was in college, believe it or not, I graduated as a web developer mm -hmm. <laughs> and ended up in marketing. But we we were learning to code PHP by hand. These frameworks did not exist. Oh, yeah, that's they, they didn't like bootstrap PHP came along a few years later and then, and then everything else followed. But, um, mm -hmm. uh, that's so cool. I'm so, yeah, not that I was ever a great like programmer, but, uh, it was still fun to understand how these things work. And I'm, I'm kind of, uh, jealous of the experience of, uh, of younger people. A lot of these things that, a lot of these things that people work on in marketing as well, too, they, they didn't come along until afterwards. I kind of, my career started and it was still pretty old school. So there's been a lot of change, both on the dev side and on the marketing side. And those two worlds have gotten closer together, right? As we yeah. become more data-driven about our marketing and stuff. It's mm -hmm. yeah, we, we need each other, man. Um, so what's um what drives you to succeed? What gets uh Jazang up in the morning and makes him want to code cool stuff? Uh it's mostly just uh just learning things. I love to learn. I love to know about new things that uh, we can use in our daily lives and something that we can use to create, uh, you know, creative things or creative designs that we can influence to the society. So that's probably something that gets me up in the morning and thinking, you know, today I'm going to get up and build this. And then maybe uh, in a year or two, it's going to affect hundreds, thousands or whatever number of people that's going to be using it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Absolutely. Great answer. Uh, so in, in terms of, uh, your, the future of your career and what different available pathways you see in front of you right now, what, what do those look like to you? And, and what, what do you, what do you think you're going to, which one do you think you're going to follow? Uh, uh, so for the next, I'll say maybe in the next five years or so, I'm going to continue down the path that I'm on, which is becoming or doing basically uh, web development or program development, software development, whatever you want to say, say it, um, gain more exposure and more experience in that aspect. And then maybe down the world, uh, down the road, maybe I can lead like a small team for myself, uh, learn a little more about uh, managing teams and possibly I can maybe even create like an own app uh, myself 
and see how that turns out. Cool, man. What we, uh, you're interested in team leadership, eh? Mm-hmm, yeah. I think you'd be a good team lead. I can see so? that. Yeah, you're well spoken. You can explain complicated things in a simple way that other people who aren't at the same level so that they can understand, which is important in business. Because if you can't explain mm-hmm. the value of your idea to a stakeholder or something, mm-hmm. you're not going to get buy-in probably. Right. 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 That's cool. I think you'd be a good team lead, man. Like, uh, Thank you. Hit, hit me up. I'll, I'll, I'll write you a good LinkedIn reco. Uh, um, I know that we didn't work together all that closely at Prepper, but I was working on things around things you were working on and, Mm. And uh, I heard people say good things about you and your work. So thank you. Absolutely. So uh, just a couple of follow-up internship questions that we normally ask, and this helps us figure out whether or not we're doing a good job in uh, managing you, you cats. Right. So um, we're, what were the, it can either be the work or it can be not the work. What were the highlights of your internship? What were the big, like the bright moments, the memorable moments, uh, happy mm. accidents, even what, <clears throat> Uh, it's hard to think of like a specific event, but I think just in general, the uh, the team building, the team bonding has been really good. I love how we have like these Friday events where we, you know, turn on our webcam and like, talk. You know, well, just in general, I mean, every day we talk about what we're grateful for. And then on Friday, we just discuss about one cool things that we have. Uh, in our possession to basically show other people like, uh, you know, what type of person we are, you know, what, what we're into and all that. So that's been really cool. I think the team bonding has been really good. Um, you know, in general, I, I, uh, for me, at least I, I feel like, um, I've been in, uh, interacting with, uh, more people in my internship, um, creating meetings, um, setting up, uh, you know, uh, talks about how we can move forward with an, another project. So that's been really good. I think just, just the communication overall, um, feels really smooth. So that's like one thing I really like about this internship. Good. I'm glad we try to like keep open doors and entertain all ideas, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. So what, did you have any expectations going in and, and if so, did, were they met <laughs> basically? Yeah. Um, coming in, I wasn't really sure what type of tools I was going to be using, but I just knew that, you know, um, when I walk into it, I'm going to be taking something away from it. And that's exactly what happened. You know, um, I, I sharpen my skills on Selenium. Um, I learn new frameworks on development and, you know, I'm very satisfied with how the journey has been going so far. Awesome. And hopefully, uh, hopefully some, uh, some connections, some uh, oh, yeah, career definitely. and network connections and friendships that'll last a while. Yeah, definitely. Are, are we connected on LinkedIn? Yeah, I think, I think we are. I think, I think we are. So yeah. let's, let's keep the, let's keep that, uh, those lines open for sure. I, I always mm-hmm. want to make sure because I don't want to lose track of people and, and uh, especially people I would love to work with again uh, if mm-hmm. I have the opportunity. So last question, is there anything about the internship program that we should add or do differently? Anything that occurred to you at ground level? You're saying if mm-hmm. I was running this, this is what I would do. Something mm-hmm. we might not have, that might not have occurred to us. Is there anything like that? Um, well, one thing for me, at least is, um, I feel like there needs to be, um, well, as a developer, at least in my perspective, I feel like there needs to be more, um, I guess more groundwork for, you know, the development team, uh, from the uh, NA side, because I feel like, uh, you know, not, I'm uh, in no way, shape or form. Am I saying the team from India is not doing good, but it's just so that, you know, uh, the communication 
with mm-hmm. them has been hard because the time zone is just so far apart. There, I think right. it was a, it was one instance where I had to um, be up at like twelve thirty a.m. in the morning in, in order to do a call with them. So it's been right. really tiring. Yeah, it is tiring. Yeah, exactly. And as a developer, I can either talk to them at that time or I can talk to them in the morning, which is around in the range of like 9 a.m. to around 11 a.m. Yeah. But the problem with that is, let's say I'm working along, I'm coding something and I have a problem, right? Um, uh, And I discover it around like maybe 1 p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah. If I see like a problem like that and I need to get a hold of someone from the Indian team, I will have to wait till the next day in order to get a hold of them to yeah. answer questions. So in regards to that, it's just, you know, whenever you have a problem, you can't really solve it right away on the day of. You mm-hmm. wait till the next day in order to solve everything. So it would be great if we have some uh, kind of like expert or some kind of team that's uh, stationed in NA. So it's like, if I have a problem uh, on this day, someone can like yeah. get back to me within 20 minutes and we can like, uh, you know, get, get it going right away. Yeah, no, that's a good takeaway. I'm sure that's a problem that confronts tons of people, but it's, it's a real, it's a real challenge, right? It's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a barrier to uh, just, just keeping things moving along uh, mm-hmm. smoothly when you're, when you're working across the pond with other people. I don't know. What do you think is going to happen in like, we've had a really benchmark year in terms of COVID and so on. And more companies are more comfortable working with remote teams than ever before, because they had to manage their own employees remotely. And if mm-hmm. that worked for them, they said, was, okay, maybe we can do that. What do you think is, is, what do you think we're going to see there? Do you think we're going to see more? Do you think we're going to see, um, what am I trying to say? Do you think we're going to see more uh, organizations trying to work remotely despite those challenges? Or do you think that we're going to see more people really missing the, the in-person uh, interaction? Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen? And there's no right answer because nobody knows, man. Right, right. I mean, it's an interesting question because I've actually read reports on this. I think, uh, you know, from this pandemic, I think around, I'm not sure, but it's around 50 to 65%, maybe a little bit more people who who used to work in the office and then went to work remotely. I think around 65% of them wanted to continue working on remotely. So that's something that... Uh, that was kind of interesting. Myself, at least, I uh, I would like to work in person just so we can connect with each other more often in person. Sure. And as well, for me, I feel like I work better, uh, like uh, from like a more, um, I don't know, like a more work environment. Because personally for me, uh, uh, you know, working at home, there's something that I don't really like because there's too many distractions. So sometimes I force myself to go to the library just because there's too many distractions at home. So for me, I'm, I'm more in favor of going back and work, like going back in the office to work. But it's something, but, you know, working remotely is not really bad because some people actually work better at home. So, yeah, I've been doing it since 2015, 16-ish. I've been working mm-hmm. entirely remotely. Right. Um, and I settled into it. I did. But I also recognize that, it, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't work for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. Or uh, at least some people have. Uh, more of a challenge with it than, than yeah. other people. And to me, it's yeah. like second nature now. Honestly, once I real, I think for me, once I realized, I was like, because I was in the GTA, right? And I was like, oh my god, I don't have to spend three hours a day driving. Right. Suddenly, I felt like I had all this extra time and energy, and I got mm-hmm. right into it. And I, I yeah. got my office the way I want. And it's like, mm-hmm. I think it's important to have a dedicated space, not just like a table. 
somewhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, a place that's like the workplace, you know? Mm-hmm, definitely. And, and I was going to mention that. I was going to say that uh, what you just said, you know, like um, working remotely definitely have a, a lot of benefits on its own. You know, people who uh, commute for three hours like you, for example, it's, it's, it's such a big hassle to uh, go yeah. there and then come back for such a long time. So I think working remotely has its benefits. And I think overall, I think it's a pretty, it's a pretty good change because it's more flexible. You know, people can, uh, you know, after this pandemic, pandemic is over um the people who want to work with molly can work with molly and other people who want to work in person can go into the office so i think it's pretty cool that there's like a flexibility going around here there is and i've seen interesting numbers about that too like some people they don't miss the commute so much that they're saying oh if i got told i had to go back into the office i'd get another job Mm -hmm. a lot a lot of people are saying yeah yeah i think i heard about that as well yeah well we'll see what happens um Anyway, this has been really great talking to you, man. Uh, Jazang, thank, thank you for being an awesome intern. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, this has been Prepper's Digital Deep Dive Podcast. Please join us every week. We're going to be talking to somebody else about their journey and learning from their stories. And uh, I'm Adam, and we'll see you again. Cheers. Cheers.